Here with the uh, Bond Report is our Kathleen Hayes, Global Economics and Policy Editor at Bloomberg News in our Bloomberg 1130 studio. We had another auction today, didn't we not? We had an auction, and we are at a critical point. Technically, um, bond market was uh, pushing at it a bit yesterday. Got up to 2.40% in terms of the yield drop in price. Uh, today, actually breached that level. Uh, is up to, let me see, we're at 2.40, but we were at 2.41 for a while. Uh, and again, and this is a level that is so important in terms of what people are thinking is going to happen next in the bond market. Uh, it hasn't been this high since March. It, you know, this is something that's been tested. And if you get above 2.40 and then go above 2.42, Carol, that's even more mm. critical. And then maybe you're looking at around 2.6. Fundamentally, um, there's... Uh, the I think one thing that's interesting some stronger uh, PMI market PMI data in the U.S. and then the the Caterpillar uh, tractor earnings. I mean, if Caterpillar is doing better, if they're selling more stuff, that's a good sign for global manufacturing. And you mentioned that two-year note yield, uh, which right now or the auction itself, the auction had on just about any measure less demand than usual. And if the Fed is going to be raising rates again and stay on the path it's on. And if there's a ch- even a chance, you get even a slightly more hawkish Fed chair, I think there's there's this pressure on um, the short end, but you're seeing it in the long end today. So long on the short, could you please just tell us who the next Fed chair is going to be, <laughs> President Trump, and beyond here, that? Here, you know, I'm opening the envelope, and the winner is... There you go. And <laughs> no, I don't have it. Uh, let's he's, bring... He's, he's busy talking about dog catchers and... <laughs> I wonder, Let's so if, if Senator Corker couldn't get elected as a dog catcher, do you think the Russians could get, get a dog catcher elected in Tennessee? Oh, that's that's another Let's ask Facebook and, and forth, Google. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Bob Corker. But you know, Snarkiness all around. I'd say Bob Corker kind of gives as good as he gets, though, Corey, wouldn't you? Uh, well, yeah, but I, I, it is, I, I, I'm not just clowning around here. I mean, this, this is, well, the market's really focused and would like an answer to this important question. This, this, this name-calling and tweeting back and forth is happening instead, keeping that real business from getting done. Well, the thing is, Corker is an important vote when it comes to tax reform or what have you. And so um, when it comes down to it, that's what, what well, that's what's going to ultimately matter, whether or not we get to see any of these major policy initiatives uh, move forward. Let's, though, stick with the world of economics and the bond market. Yelena Shalatova sitting here quietly waiting for us to stop. <laughs> Senior U.S. economist at Bloomberg Intelligence in our Bloomberg 1130 studio. What's I wish I could tell you more about when they will announce, but I can't. So. So I'm it's been quiet, though, I feel like. Waiting as well, so. It's been a little quiet on that front, though, today. Yes, uh, but let's talk about economic data, maybe. Okay. Uh, so this week we are getting a few uh, data releases. So tomorrow it's uh, durable goods and new home sales for mm-hmm. the months of September. So we're slightly above consensus on uh, both, uh, just because we expect um, a bigger rebound from uh, after the hurricanes in those data. So durable goods, uh, a slightly uh, broader-based rebound from the months of August. And uh, also in new home sales, we think we could see uh, a little bit of an upward surprise because uh, sales declined in August. And usually on a non-seasonally adjusted basis, uh, new home sales continue to decline in September. But maybe because they fell so much in August, they could increase a little bit pushing uh, uh, up the headline number. I want to go back to something Kathleen brought up, and we've been talking. Uh, uh, we just had a guest, and we or one of our Bloomberg uh, team folks um, talking about Caterpillar, right? And 
we all find Caterpillar fascinating because they do have their in-house group of economists. They do look at the global economy. And I'm just curious, um, Elaine, I'll start with you. When you guys are looking at your forecasts and looking what's going on, how do you take kind of an earnings release, a better-than-expected earnings release, um, from a company like Caterpillar that plays so much into the global economy and, and is seen kind of as a benchmark. Um, uh, well, this is what the Fed has been talking about all along. So if you look at the uh, latest set of uh, FOMC minutes and uh, different speeches, they all talking about how the uh, pickup in global economy would help our domestic economy here to uh, do better. And that's what we're seeing. We do see a pickup in... Um, Durable goods, we do see a pickup in uh, production, and uh, we actually uh, see some of a pickup in uh, businesses investment as well. Mm -hmm. We'll uh, get uh, the next number uh, on Thursday, uh, actually, or on Friday when GDP is released, uh, the the first estimate for um, Q Q3 mm -hmm. GDP. So, what was your takeaway, Elena, from the Caterpillar earnings? So it's 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 good, and uh, that's exactly what I was uh, saying. So we 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 are seeing a pickup in business investment, and that's in line with it. So you get more earnings, you get more money to invest, and uh, here you go, you you get a pickup in business investment. You know, I want to throw in the pot that I um, you know, moderate a panel for the Jewish uh, communal fund today here in uh, New York. And one of the panelists runs a hedge fund. They're kind of contrarian hedge fund. They manage money for endowments and other institutions. And um, she said that uh, one thing she's watching very closely is it, and seeing in industries and companies is more because there's more labor shortages, not just skilled labor, because there's an opioid epidemic mm -hmm. and more, that they are starting to see more sign of wages starting to move higher. And they're on the lookout for it because, obviously, if wages go up, that's going to mean higher costs for, the, for companies. So it, it's something that... It, from no matter what angle you're coming at it, a lot of people are watching this. Well, and, and, and as we start to see that, I mean, their opioid connection to wages is what? Well, the fact, the connection is that if you are if you are addicted to drugs, if you're you know getting stuff at a meth lab or wherever, then you uh, have a hard time coming to work and being you know really conscious and there. I think people can kind of tell sometimes, or you don't show up at work, and that's why this has becomes a much bigger deal. And even it's, the it's IMF mentioned this in their reports. Really? This is big. Oh yeah, everybody's watching this now. It's huge, and it's a very important. The Fed has looked at it. The There's, Fed was talking about it. Yeah, that's yeah, a significant number. That's for sure. Um, all right, we're gonna leave it there. Thank you both, <laughs> Kathleen Hayes, Global Economics and Policy Editor, at Bloomberg News in our Bloomberg 1130 studio, along with Yelena Shalatyeva, uh, Senior U.S. Economist at Bloomberg Intelligence.